2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Hi, I'm Ethan Suplee. Welcome to American Glutton. Outside of acting, my two favorite things to do are diet and eat. I have a very complicated relationship with food, and on this podcast, we're going to talk about all of it. Food as entertainment. Food as sport. Food as fuel. I'll talk to experts and the average person, just like you and me. Today on American Glutton Podcast, we have a returning guest, Tom Kyer. Tom is a martial arts and combatives instructor, and I had the pleasure of playing a character based on him in the television show Chance. You can find Tom at Kyer.thomas on Instagram, And check out his page for some of his beautiful custom knives. Welcome back to the American Glutton podcast.
0: Great to be back. I listen to all the shows and they're uh, very good. Very good podcast. I really appreciate being on too.
3: Trying definitely to do something to open it up for people, anybody struggling, certainly with specific issues that I've overcome, but I'm far more interested in broadening that a little bit and, and talking to you, like I specifically would like to talk about kill your clone again and revisit that maybe do, do a little bit more of a deep dive on that and then get into like some, some tenets on personal responsibility, which I think are important.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if we're, if we're looking to allow people or guide people towards being stronger and, and when I say stronger, you know, I mean, you know, physically, you can get stronger, and that's great too, but just more control over their emotional self, more control over their mental faculties so that they can analyze and make good decisions, you know, um, all of that will end up helping them overcome problems in their life, you know so all of that stuff is the you know the foundation to helping people is making them stronger. So, you know, we spend a lot of time on, on that, on those issues, you know, uh, obviously that's a big part of martial arts, but, uh, yeah, I mean, all that stuff, the, uh, kill your clone is obviously something which, which, you know, people can understand, uh, because it's, it's a simple, you know, uh, a simple metaphor. Um, but, um, essentially just to recap, it is. The idea that if I can make incremental improvement, although very small, it will make and if I can build on this incremental improvement then i I had talked
3: previously to uh, Tuhan Raff about this, and he just said it's a good it's a good blade pass and and that to me meant so much because, as you know, but the people who are listening might not, a lot goes into handing somebody a blade right you could yeah. think of, you could think about yeah. it in terms of like you're in a fight and you, you need to get your your partner a blade and and you know tossing it to him is not going to be super helpful right so there's a yeah. te- there's a, literally a technology in passing the thing over. And uh, just the idea that we can take these concepts, the Kill Your Kung concepts, and, and hand them off in an efficient manner to, to people, I think yeah. that's good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, of course, traditionally in Blade cultures, which every culture on the planet at one time was a Blade culture. And that's why you see, you know, so many uh, symbols, that involved blades, you know, because the, uh, you know, every military unit across the, you know, the world and they all have like blades on their, on their, uh, logos and stuff like that. But, you know, the blade was, uh, was basically the, the first, the first tool that allowed people to overcome significant differences in strength. It was the first thing, you know, course we had rocks and sticks and stuff that we could bludgeon animals with that were that had had claws and fangs but but the blade was was the first real uh equalizer and um and by blade i mean something that cut you know it, it could be a spear point could be anything but but because of that you know in our collective memory uh, the the blade is kind of a symbol of of uh, of that technology and, and the ability to survive, you know. So when, you know. So that being said, you know, when you pass a blade to someone, uh, of course, there's the functionality of passing a blade while in combat, as, as you were talking about. But also, there is a a great amount of of reverence when you hand someone a blade and you give someone a blade. Um, you know, it's not something casual in our in the in the blade martial arts system it is always comes with a certain reverence and a certain um you know responsibility you know and um so you know when you say blade pass a lot of times you know we 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 term the blade pass the same as how do i teach my children something how do i pass along information to them that's going to save their lives or make their lives better. You know, the blade path is kind of the analogy for, for that. And, um, so it's a very important thing, the blade path. Right. Um, it's one generation to the next, uh, type of, of importance, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a big deal. You know, we have something in the, in the, in PSYOP where we say, you know, when you draw your blade. 10,000 hands draw it with you. Yes. Which is, you know, the people who have come before us, our ancestors, our grandparents, and our great grandparents, but not just our blood relatives, but also everyone who handed down some information to us or indirectly to us through other people. All of those make up the 10,000 hands so that whatever struggle you're in in your life, whatever obstacles you need to overcome. You're never really by yourself. You are there with the ten thousand hands, and they all are helping you as you move through life. If you if you listen, if you pay attention, and if you remember what they have taught you, you know. So
3: and this could be applied of, to uh, to anything, to to combatives, ap- to martial arts, to anything we learn. You know, yep. if if it's you. A- didn't
0: family life yeah yeah
3: if you didn't uh, get dropped off on an island as a baby and grow up by yourself you're pretty much dealing with this in anything you do
0: yeah and it's it's a very important you know human concept because humans are the ones that that for the most part do this right you know the fact that we can hand down information that will save future generations from hardships that we had to had to learn to go through and you know it's it's a way for the ancestors to speak to us you know through all of these all of these things and it's 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 a very important thing to pass on as well you know I mean we all become one of the 10,000 hands uh at some point because we're all teaching uh people that we love uh what they need to do in life to be strong and uh we become one of the 10,000 hands in history but you know that is also immortality you know everyone talks about you know the idea of of an afterlife or heaven or immortality or whatever you know it's all different in different religions but the the thing which can be absolutely seen as evident is you will live on forever in as one of the 10,000 hands you know the things that you do in this life will be echoed in the future. And, you know, you're, you're either going to do good things or bad things that get echoed in the future, but you know, you're handing down a lot of information and, you know, that's, that's all very valuable. And that's the way that you will live on. Uh, I mean, all of us right now do things and believe things and have habits and have kind of tendencies in our life based on our parents or mentors that we had uh, and by the way, those mentors and, and your parents had mentors and parents and all the way back. So some trait or tendency that you have or something you feel strongly about, you know, that may be an echo from the past. Something that was taught and handed down and taught and handed down and taught and handed down and maybe not even consciously, but unconsciously hands down. And you may you may that may be alive today in your actions and in your philosophy uh, from someone that you didn't even know his name, hundreds of years in the past. You know, so it's pretty interesting to to remember the connection that we have uh, throughout history. And human beings, of course, uh, are unique in this as as because of the way we can communicate and hand down information. So that's it's all connected. You know.
3: Yeah. One, one thing you talk about a lot and, and for me, it, it, it encapsulates my feelings so perfectly and, and it's something I can strive for is, is strength. And, and, and I don't just mean physical strength, like lifting weights. I, I, I mean also I strength to me is also a mental faculty. Um, yeah. and I, I can very much, uh, wrap my head around the concepts of kill your clone in mental fortitude, in physical reps at something I'm training on. Um, yeah. And, but both, both are a form of strength. And I don't even know if you waste your time thinking about these in societal terms, but I feel like there is a prevailing, uh, movement away from strength, uh, almost in a, in a way of like, you know, I don't want to say that it's okay to not be strong because you you are whatever you are. But the idea that really, when I set my mind at something, I want to know what the external influences that I'm going to have to beat are, but really I have to beat them. I can't. Yeah. I can't talk them into not existing. That's not correct. You know, I have the
0: reality. is sort to of be there. Yeah.
3: Right. At yeah, the absolutely. at the end of the day, they're still there. So when I apply this to any part of my life and go like, I I want to know like if 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 we just simplify it and go like, what I'm going to do today is, I need to know how many calories are in different things. I need to know what has protein. I need to know this. I can't talk them out of being what they are. I then have to use my strength to utilize those things in the way that I want to use them. But I do Absolutely. I do find that there is a movement that takes the strength out of the individual and places it in the external thing. And yeah, gives that thing the power, which to me, I just wonder if you think about that at
0: all. I mean, my belief that we all seek strength, but the way in which we seek strength varies. So, you know, if you ask anyone, if you even take someone who is obviously, uh, you know, very weak, a very weak person and you say, would you like to be weak or would you like to be strong? There is nobody who says I would like to be weak. Because, you know, as human beings, our ability for independent action and freedom is what we strive for. Now, the way we gain that ability for independent action is through, you know, the, the ability to affect the world around us in a way in which, in which we can control certain things. And knowing what we can control and what we can't control is, is the beginning part of that. Um, because you can fight for you can fight for control of something which you cannot control and waste a lot of energy and, and resources. Um but with that being said, the people who seem to kind of give up and almost have a victim mentality on things, um they're really looking for strength still, but they're looking for someone else to give them to, to help them, right? So they're, they're saying, I'm a victim, or I can't do this, or, you know, they throw up their hands and they say, it's just too hard for me. Um, they're, they're basically saying, someone else help me, you know, is what they're saying. And so they're looking for strength, but they're looking for strength from another an, another avenue, another, another resource. And the problem with that is if you... If you can do it yourself you you don't have to rely on that other resource being available because it's not always going to be there and uh, you know when we gain or overcome certain obstacles in our life we get stronger in other ways so when we no longer ask for help from someone else but we find the strength within ourselves to do it we will overcome that obstacle if we focus on it, but in, in the process, we will also become stronger in other ways that we are not even calculating at the moment. And that's, that's where you, you begin to grow uh, and really become someone who can uh, be happy in life because you can, you can control what's going on to a certain degree. You can make decisions. You can be free. Uh, you can choose your path in life. Uh, you know, all these things are are very rewarding. And uh, it only happens when we work towards strength, you know. So it's it's worth overcoming the obstacles yourself. Now, there are some things which cannot be overcome without help. And we have to recognize those as well. We have to have a tribe, a group to overcome something. So that the idea of asking other people for help is not wrong. It's uh it is absolutely necessary in some cases. But it once again has to be recognized when is this something that I can overcome and become stronger and when is it something that I need to ask for help? And that that delineation, that recognizing uh recognition of those instances is what is is really important. You know, how do we determine that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we determine it through a lot of times the wisdom of the 10,000 hands or the people who came before us and, you know, uh, advising people and and saying, hey, you know, in your life, if you have a tribe and uh, you have a group of people that that you can you can count on for certain things, you know, a lot of times if they are also on the same path and have the same philosophy, they will. Um, give advice, and they will say, hey, this is something you need to overcome. Or they'll say, you know what? Uh, This is something that we can overcome together. And it may just be a conversation. You know, the help that you need, it may not be anything more than a conversation, or it may be a conversation where we say, you know, imagine that each midnight you fight your clone from 24 hours ago. And that may be enough for them to get past. So you you give them the analogy of the kill your clone and they do everything else themselves. You know, they, they just needed the ignition source. They needed something for them to focus on so they can put one foot in front of the other during that workout, during that day and incrementally improve. And that's all they needed. But they needed that. If they didn't have someone to talk to about that, they may not spontaneously find the ignition, uh, that they need for that energy. But, you know, so, you know, I think it's it's going to be in tribe. It's going to be with your family, with your friends, uh, with the people you love, you know, you have to, you have to commune with them. You know, there has to be like regular communication and, um, you know, you have to be in touch with the 10,000 hands, you know, but, uh, But it all all ties into eventually, you know, even if someone else helps you do something, it is for you to get stronger. You know, it should always be for you to get stronger. Yeah. Um, We should always work towards that and not work towards kind of the handout kind of methodology where I'm just looking to get as much as I can from everyone else. So that I don't have to get stronger. And that, that is going backwards. That is, that is uh, a true, an incorrect way of doing things.
3: Or, or Um, even looking for the, the kind of moral consensus of the group to change so that
0: I don't have to. Yeah, lowering the bar, you know. And by the way, you know,
3: I I only think that bar should be set by the individual. Like I I don't think absolutely. I don't I don't think that the group should determine what the bar is. Yeah, not there, at all. There are some not circumstances where I could see, like in my house, if I was not taking the trash out, then and, and and I was like, no, I love living in filth. Then my wife and kids could get together and go listen, we have decided that we don't like living in filth. You're going to take the trash out, right? So that's, that's right. different. But when we're talking about personal goals, I, 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 I prefer to figure out my personal goals for myself.
0: Everyone, yeah, I, everyone should. You should never, you know, you, here's, here's the only thing that group should ever ask of is that you're constantly working on getting stronger but but your actual level where you are and what you're and, and your your kind of your place on the ladder of strength you know as long as you're climbing the ladder of strength i don't care what rung you're on you know you can be at the very bottom or you can be near the top but no matter where you are if you decide to go backwards or you decide to not move that that's not good you know that's not helping you and it's not helping anyone else so you know, but how much weight you have on the bar is up to you. You know, as long as you are moving forward and as long as you are, are looking to get stronger, then we, then we are going to be in good shape. Everyone, you know, everyone in the tribe.
3: Yeah. I mean, and and this could be applied to anything, to knowledge, to study, to disciplines that you're training in.
0: Anything. Improving relationships with, with you and your wife and your children uh improving relationships with your friends improving businesses with and relationships with business partners you know we should constantly be looking to uh kill our clone in all of these areas in all of these situations and constantly be climbing the ladder of strength together and encouraging each other to do that you know and uh and sometimes encouragement is necessary. And, uh, but, but how you choose to do it, as long as you're getting stronger, I don't care what you do. It doesn't matter to me. Uh, you know, everyone's got a different way of looking at the world and, but everyone can universally agree that strength is better than weakness, you know? And, you know, as long as we're all getting stronger. However you choose and whatever area you choose, that, that's up to you, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that, you know, external standards that other people put for like, uh, you know, what you should be doing, like how much you should be lifting or running or how much money you should have or how big a house you should have or, uh, you
1: know,
0: all that stuff is, 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 is nonsense and, and, and it's a distraction.
3: Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. When you get into the physical goals, you know, sp- specifically if we're talking about like these movements that, that I've recently, I didn't even know these really existed, but that would tell people to specifically not lose weight I just go like at the end of the day, I don't care if somebody loses weight or doesn't lose weight. I just want somebody to accomplish what they want to accomplish. Now, if your job yeah. is playing video games or – and you love that or your job is, you know, pick anything today where you don't have to move your body a lot. There are a lot of jobs yeah. that don't require a lot of movement. You know, you could be a truck driver. You don't right. – you know, it doesn't require you to be super physical. Um does it, if it's not hindering um, your life, if it's, then it's, then it really shouldn't matter, in my opinion. Um, but, and you could be getting right. stronger and, in other places.
0: Know, think, that's right. The, the thing is, sometimes people are, they need some advice or some wisdom. Like they're unhappy and they're unhappy because they're overweight or they're out of shape or something like that. And it's very difficult for them to be consistent with whether or not they want to lose weight, you know. So as long as they understand second and third order effects of being heavy or or not being in shape, like they they need to they need to understand it. But once they understand it, they're like, hey, I understand that. Okay. That's it. Then I mean it's your decision. Uh the question is, the question is always if they are unhappy and they come and they say, look, I'm really unhappy. Uh my life is, is not what I want it to be. And you go through with them, hey, here's all the things that you have power over that you can change. There are some things in your life that are very difficult to change. There are some things in life that can't be changed. And there are there are some things that are easy to change. And, you know, if we just make a list of all those things and we say, hey, if you change these, your life will be significantly different. You know, it it may be a conversation like that where before the conversation, They were perfectly fine not losing weight, Um, but then they go through it and they go, yeah, you know, that's probably what's, that may be a core issue as to why I'm not, I'm not happy. Okay. You know, but it should never be dictated to them. I think it should be, if they don't, if they don't recognize the the links of everything, how everything's connected, help them recognize that and then let them make their own decisions. You know, yeah, but I think it's um, become
3: dangerous—not even dangerous, but I think there are there are definitely um, sects of people who would say, like, even suggesting that something like that could increase happiness is not okay yeah. or is irresponsible. You know, I just yeah, think I mean, at the end of the day, anything. You know, unless you are, you choose to do something that you are specifically genetically gifted to do, and you kind of have this miraculous life where everything lines up. Most of, the, and even then, anything. Even then, it yeah. requires work and it requires effort, uh, and and all of that is in line with getting stronger.
0: Yeah, and and the people that you see who apparently have, uh you know kind of a blessed life uh if you were actually in that in the intricacies of that life you would realize they have other they have other issues other problems you know and it's just not apparent when you look at them right you know? this so, is like
3: the grass is always greener kind of a thing.
0: yeah yeah so you know i uh you know i i i think everyone should you know we talk about you know the multitude of egos that each individual has. You know, everyone is a multitude of eyes, what we say, eyes as in myself. I. Well, we're not one ego. We're not one I. You know, I am made up of, I'm, I'm a brother, a son, uh, a father, a husband. You know, I'm a martial artist. I, I do many different things. And I would identify myself as those things, as those individual egos at different times in my life. And uh, they can argue with each other. You know, my, my egos can have conflicts where, uh, you know, and that's, that's why, uh, you know, and if you read Gurdjieff, uh, you know, he, he, he talks about this. In his philosophy, but, you know, what it is, is we have, um, conflicts between egos and, or, or what he calls the eyes, the multitude of eyes. And one eye wants to lose weight and the other eye wants to eat donuts. And, you know, there's times where either one may win, uh, but it's not consistent, you know? I think uh, Gurdjieff uses the example of one eye uh, wants to wake up early in the morning and get a start on the day, Uh, but when you're laying in bed the next morning, a different eye wants to stay in bed and keep sleeping, you know. Um, And that is why we see so much inconsistency in people, you know, where people say, hey, I want to lose weight, and then they don't. Well, they really do want to lose weight. One of a a certain part of them absolutely wants to, and then a certain part of them is just like, you know, what it's not worth it, you know. Uh, and I want to eat whatever I want to eat, and that's and that's uh, and that's how I enjoy my life, you know. So, the question is, which one of these eyes do we reinforce? Do we help become stronger to the point where? That eye is able to dominate the other smaller eyes, the ones that are not as strong. And then you become consistent in your in your life, and you start to do what you say you're going to do. Um, but but I don't think that either one has to win. I don't think I think that you have to make a decision though at some point, you know, or else it's just a roller coaster forever and ever, you know. Uh, Which is which makes people unhappy. Inconsistency in their own life makes them unhappy,
3: and 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 it's and it's and it's using things like kill your clone that can kind of keep you focused on the decision made the day before, whenever it was made, and to ignore the other egos.
0: Yeah, it's a mechanism in order to strengthen that I. That I, which is I want to be stronger every day. You know, we have ways of strengthening that, that ego and be, and, and helping it become the dominant ego. And, you know, uh, you know, people say, Hey, one step at a time, uh, you know, the AA, uh, guys do the, um, uh, you know, one day at a time, uh, you know, everyone has some way, uh, and multiple ways, obviously of strengthening the ego. They want to be more consistent. And, um, you know we are we are a multitude of eyes, and uh, uh, we have to figure out which one of these eyes is going to have the plan that overall makes my life better and gives me more strength and allows me to uh, be happier in, in general. Because we all seek happiness as well, but there is short-term happiness, and then there's happiness across a lifetime, and. Um, you know, often we go for the short term happiness and the net gain is not happiness over the lifetime, but sadness. And, uh, that is, that is something we need to understand as well. You know, um, you know, there's a lot of things you can do very short term that make you happy or make you feel good that, that end up loading on a lot of sadness for, 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 a much longer duration of time in your life.
3: So, yeah, I think that oh. this, this is in line with goals. And anytime I set myself a goal and then achieve it, yeah. I, I experience happiness. And and when I set myself a goal and then allow myself to be talked out of it, it's very very rare that uh, what I choose to do instead of the initial goal um, gives me that same sense of of fulfillment very rare
0: right So the the serotonin dump and and all the other chemicals that come along with you know a sense of fulfillment and happiness and and joy and all that stuff you know we're constantly looking for those and um in the chemical process of our brain and um you know you can get a quick one and you know you can get it by doing something and but you still get you still we'll get get it, although it'll take a little longer, but it will last longer is the um in, in certain ways. Like and usually the long term goals. They're a little bit harder to accomplish, but the payoff is greater as well. Yeah. You know?
3: And plus you wind up with ever with whatever whatever you set out to achieve. So it's almost a two for one in that sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. There's 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 uh, byproducts and that's what we talked about earlier with the, you know, if you overcome this obstacle and go the hard route, maybe, and overcome the obstacle, you will, you will beat the obstacle, which is a payoff. But you also will get strong in other ways that are just a byproduct of, of, of the struggle to begin with. And they will pay off also. And, um, and that's, that's the thing that has to be understood uh, cognitively or, or through a sense of, you know, really wisdom. That allows you to push through, and and allows you to kill your clone uh, each day. And um, you know, you know, we need we need people who who we love in our lives, our tribe, uh, to help us uh, move along. And we need mechanisms for to remind ourselves of what is our focus and and what's important, because it's very easy to get distracted. You know, it's very easy to get lured away. Uh, for that quick fix, you know, of something else.
3: Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. I see these movements and I see like, uh, maybe the beginning is determine for yourself what is true. And then it kind of evolves into any movement in this direction is bad. Now, just be happy with yourself now. And, uh, Kind of making a determination in a direction is bad because then it alienates anyone who's in the position that you were in prior to whenever you go off on that journey towards some goal and I just wonder what the impetus is for anyone to try and uh kind of uh move somebody off a path you know what I mean like for me yeah. I go yeah. I like uh, ice cream. Any, yeah. You want to come and tell me how bad ice cream is? I, I go like, yeah, I, I know, I, I know I can't eat ice cream every day, but like, I still like it, and kind of nothing anybody says about it is going to make me think that is going to change my feeling about it. You know, I I have hey. to exercise self control, but, but I still like it at the end of the day, and sure. but but then when it becomes something about our identity we open it up to the group and go like well you guys can determine this for me you know what i mean versus it's it it just living within me whatever i determine that's what it is a guy goes on instagram and tells me i'm still fat that has no effect on me one way or the other now i suppose if ten thousand people did it i would start to be like wow uh That's pretty weird. I don't feel fat right now. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. If it was society telling me I was fat, maybe that would be weird. But at the same time, I would try to get beyond what I knew to be true for myself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I think that we have to have a certain amount of confidence or trust in our own Understanding of the world. Now we we collectively, or you know, we we have a collection of people who we do trust also uh, to have a different set of eyes. But we we handpick those people. Um, to have too much stock in what other people who I who I have not vetted and I do not understand their motivation, uh, I I don't put too much uh i don't give too much value to what they they say and i think that that's, that most people in our society for some reason uh give a lot of of energy and a lot of um value to what people say about them or to them uh without any other corroborating, you know, information uh i I think that we care too much what other people think, you know, um, and I think that 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 is a that is probably a road to unhappiness because um, you know giving people free rent in your head uh, is not is not good, you know. Uh, they, people need to pay to have a say in things, you know, and they pay through good deeds through consistency, through through logic, through wisdom. um, You know that these people love you and and care about you. And, uh, you know, through all those different things, you know that, hey, this is someone I'm going to listen to. I respect this person. Uh, But you have to be able to shut off the, the, um, the caring about what anyone says, Uh, you know, the thing is we're used to growing up and listening to our parents and listening to people who are around us and actually do care about us and uh, in the, for the most part and uh and then we just extend that caring people as we grow up like you know with no boundaries like no 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 partition and that's a, that's a horrible idea and that will lead to unhappiness the most unhappy people i know are people who care about what everyone says to them. Uh, it's not going to be consistent. So, of course, they're getting pulled in every different direction. And, um, you know, it's always something that I've, I've said, I don't give a shit what they think. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: And I really don't, you know. Um, sometimes it is bravado, uh, but people do care. But I uh, I can honestly say I have very, very little care about that. So. Um, my happiness is not affected by it, you know? Um, but there are people that I care very strongly about and as much as I don't care about kind of the unknowns in the world, uh, the people that I know and, and respect, and I mean, you're one of them. I, uh, I really care about what they say, you know, and I put a lot of stock in it. So, you know, I think that we should have that, rather than everyone's kind of, uh, uh, equally loved, you know, I, I, that's not the way I am at all. The people, there are some people that I love to a great extent and I respect to a great extent. And then everyone else, I don't. And it's, it's, it's a very, um, black and white type, type thing, you know? Um, and, and that's part of being consistent as an individual. You know, you can't get pulled off in a thousand different directions. I don't have a thousand people I care about, you know. Right. So.
1: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
4: Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out.
0: It sounds maybe, it sounds maybe cold or, or, um, uh, uncaring, but to me to think that that you care about everyone is, is really uncaring as well, you know, because there's no way you can care about everyone. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
3: yeah. In that sense, it's, it's, it's like the, the opinion, you know, I also think in this day and age with, with. The internet, the 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 kind of consensus and opinions shift so rapidly that it's like yeah, very fast. I I find like what are what are my ideas that that I'm not going to allow to get shifted by just a bunch of people who I don't know saying something on a on a message board like that has nothing to do with my life at all.
0: And they don't even buy their saying I mean they have motivations that are that are
3: also unknown right know? i I look to people yeah. who have done things that I respect who who can continue to do things that I respect and I attempt to glean motivation from them in pursuit of my own yeah. goals that's kind of my whole that's it that's my whole game and like and, and by the way, I I have sat down with and cracked a book as kill your clone as, um, you know, how am I going to better myself today? I'm going to do some reading and use my mind and and do some thinking. And, um, and that, that has been just as powerful. I've
0: listened to your podcast. I've listened to your podcast and, and, and walked away and said, you know what? Uh, I just killed my clone right here. Just, just listening to your podcast.
3: Yeah, uh, I've had that with podcasts too. I've had conversations. Yeah. I've been able to have conversations with guys like you and and go, I'm better for that and I've done what I needed to do. And, um, th- you know, yeah. I-, I will slaughter my clone at midnight tonight.
0: Yes. And, you know, there are, there's, there are so many different avenues uh, in which make, make us who we are. And you know, um, I have uh, I have improved myself in in a lot of ways. Uh, depending on what I'm working on at the time, you know, it could be auto auto maintenance. You know, I mean, I could be working on getting my truck, an old truck I have, running. Or it could be you know cooking a dinner that I've never cooked before. So like I'm trying a new recipe and I'm trying to learn how to do uh, you know, different techniques in the kitchen or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, it, it it can be in any area, you know? Um, uh, and that self-improvement is what we want, you know? And that's the goal of it.
3: Yeah. It doesn't seem too radical to me. Like it doesn't seem, uh, outlandish, you know?
0: Right. Right. And, um, uh, you know, understanding like, you know, are we, you know, are we prepared for the next adventure, the next mission, uh, the next thing that we need to get ready for? You know, it's it's um, it's better if you have some idea of where you're going. And so that you can plan kind of, you know, how do I make myself ready for this next uh, thing? So the, the clones that you kill are the clones that are, that are uh, moving you towards a goal that you have, you know? And, um, you know, it could be you want to deadlift more than anyone else in the world, or it could be uh, I want to lose 15 pounds, you right, know? Right. Um, it could be I want to uh, have the best quarter uh, earnings in my company that I've had in the last five years, or I want to, uh, you know, wh- whatever it is. You, you if you have the goal, then you can start assessing what makes me ready for this for this next uh, obstacle that I need to overcome, you know and uh, of course, we get into readiness and stuff like that what makes readiness and all that but but you know the to kill your clone is is the uh, is kind of that what have I done today to get me? Towards that goal, whatever that goal is, you know, and uh, it can be in general just getting stronger, or it could be towards a specific thing, you know.
3: Yeah. What? Let's talk about readiness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, readiness. So, you know, I don't know if we talked about readiness before. I know you and I have talked about about readiness many times, but you know, when we say readiness in thought, we mean. Uh. Part of the readiness triangle, you know, there are three parts to the triangle, three sides to the triangle, and these are the areas which let you know if you're ready. And it can be ready for anything. It does it doesn't have to be a physical conflict or a war or anything like that. Although it could be used in that way. And we do we do when we talk to uh, soldiers, uh, we talk about this with them, but. But readiness can be for anyone. It can be for uh, the mom at home with her kids, and it can be uh, for the guy going to work in his office. You know, readiness is the three components uh, that comprise readiness: are awareness, willingness, and preparedness. And those are the three things. There's not a fourth thing. There's three things that encompass readiness, and every single person on the planet can assess their personal readiness, usually in relationship to some goal or obstacle or challenge that they're going to overcome, but they can always assess their own readiness by looking at these three elements, and that's awareness, willingness, and preparedness. And, uh, you know, we always start off with awareness and we say, like, awareness is my knowledge, you know, my, my information that I have, you know, like you uh, who are getting, you know, when you got ready to say, okay, I'm going to get in the best shape of my life, um, you know, the first thing you do is you start the, the discovery phase, the awareness development. So that's information about nutrition. About exercise, and you're looking at becoming as aware as, as aware as possible of all the different factors that you need to have knowledge on um, in, in those areas to to become successful. Um, so awareness is the first stage of readiness, and it can be situational awareness of what's going on me uh, around what's going on around me at a, at a given time. Uh, it can be data that's pulled in from any source and analyzed uh, through the lenses that you have already. Uh, it can be information, communication, all that development is developing awareness. Awareness is also being honest with yourself about what's happening around you and what has happened in the past. You know, um, awareness of the past is a very important aspect because if we remember the past differently because of emotional, um, bias, then our overall awareness is lessened. Uh, you know, we remember things the way we want to remember them rather than the way they actually were. And, um, that's a certain awareness that keeps you from learning from the past. Um, but there's many aspects to awareness, but moving on, we then have willingness and willingness. Can, can we go back one your, second?
3: I have a question for you. Yeah. Being, yeah. A, being a martial arts and combatives instructor. And, and, and right. again, I would then use this analogy broadly over many fields, but I would ask, how often do you see the coming to awareness happening retroactively. So something has happened and you then are going to take a look at certain aspects of your life. So specifically with combatives and martial arts, are you, do you, do you see more of people opening their eyes one day and going, Oh, there are some situations in my life, which I need to, take more responsibility for or do you see more of like hey we had these problems we hadn't thought about and now we need to now that we've we've encountered these problems we're aware of them yeah like do you yeah. see that th- those two yeah. things happen differently in different ratios
0: absolutely and you know here's the thing is we have when we talk about all these different areas or uh, the three different areas of readiness, um, these things are all going on simultaneously and throughout the entire mission or throughout the entire, constantly during our life. So there's readiness when we kind of first understand what our new mission is or what, what our goals are. But then as we go down the road and try to meet those uh, goals, our awareness is constantly running all the time. And we make reassessments. We have a feedback loop of reality, which feeds back into our awareness and kind of updates constantly updates the computer for the the newest the newest firmware, the newest information. And um, so there's a lot of things where we're kind of reevaluating, and we're kind of reassessing, and we and and maybe even we're we're kind of understanding information that we had, uh, that we knew we were wrong on, or we knew they were unknown unknowns, uh, or they were known unknowns. And then we were, we were, we kind of find them out as we move along. So I think that, that, you know, the awareness is constantly working. And of course, you know, is, is getting bombarded from, you know, things I thought I knew uh, to things I know better now, uh, and then new questions are formed from that, so my awareness is now querying reality or querying uh information sources in in the world uh that i i wasn 't even asking those questions a week ago, you know right uh because i didn't even know i didn 't even know to ask those questions uh or hey i thought I thought it was this but but now I see I was wrong about that um and now because I was wrong about it what needs to change uh, so you know that's that it's a great question i I, I but I think the the um, the key is because it's constantly happening all the time and constantly being processed uh, and being fed from the other areas of readiness you know you know when we get into preparedness you know preparedness is my physical preparations you know it's the it's the um, kind of building of the muscles. It's the, the building of skill sets. It's the um, putting together of plans and organizing groups uh, if they need to be organized to accomplish certain tasks. Well, as I'm doing all that preparation, things are found out that drive different awareness questions. So we begin to go back to awareness and um well, we not really go back cuz it's happening all the time but but we become conscious of of making changes to to our awareness and our knowledge base and our our um, you know the wisdom that we have in any given situation so you know they they are constantly happening all the time and they are changing you know uh, because of that you know and and willingness as well um all of these are connected. You know, they're not separate, right. and uh, one strengthens the other. And so, when we talk about getting ready for something in our life, uh, you know, we're working all these. We don't do one and then move on to the next, and then move on to the next. All three of these are happening all the time, and uh, and our ability to assess these three things separately, mm-hmm. even though they're connected to each other and happening all the time the ability to put names on them and, and definitions allow us to assess our readiness as a whole. And because if we don't, if we don't put names on things and we don't measure these things, uh, it will never get done. You know, uh, if you, if you can't measure something, it's very hard to get it done. You need to, you need to find ways to measure things. And, It doesn't mean measuring it with a ruler or a scale uh, per se, but some way of tracking where you are in the progress, you know? So, you know, that's measuring that thing. And and the only things that get done in this world really are things that can get measured, you know? So. um, I mean,
3: you have no, there's no metric for improvement if we can't. Uh, compare it. Right. It's got to be comparable. It's like
0: made made up improvement. You know, like I feel like I've improved. Well, how do you know? Yeah. I just feel, I just feel like I have. You know, it's like yeah, it's not. We don't that you don't you don't know if you have. Let me just tell you
3: that right now. Right. You know. Um, yeah. I mean, this was a so, big deal. Honestly, this was a big deal, and the place I saw this really, really uh, blatantly was just in um, writing down my lifts and. And, you know, actually going like, I'm, what am I doing? I'm not, you know, am I, I I thought I was getting so much better, but really I, you know, it, it actually requires effort in a direction and, and a little bit of time with, um, administrative work with this kind of thing, even if you can keep the figures in your head, you gotta, you gotta have them to base the new figures off of.
0: That's right. That's right. Yep. And it's an important thing. If, If people have never kind of learned to be organized in that way, it'll be very hard for them to accomplish certain things. It's like, this would be one of the prerequisites for accomplishing certain types of things would be, to have these scribe skill set, you know, the ability to keep track and to, uh, calculate and to, um, you know, measure what's going on, you know, so important, but that's, that's all part of your awareness, you know? So your, your awareness is taking these notes and doing this administrative work, uh, because when you want to see well where where am I in this goal on along the lines of this goal, you know you go back to your notes or whatever it is, well, that's what makes you aware of of your progress, so awareness is 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 this administrative work is part of awareness, you know yeah so yeah, so you know the awareness is is key, and then and then we have willingness. You know, and willingness is the next area of readiness and willingness is, um, asking yourself the questions of, you know, is this what I really want to do and why do I want to do it? And what are the consequences of doing it or not doing it? You know, these are finding out your level of willingness and you may, you know, the imp- When I explain willingness to people, often they have this idea that being more willing to do something is better. And being more willing is not better. Willingness, as far as readiness goes, is understanding your level of willingness. It's not being more willing or certainly not less willing. It is just recognizing consciously what is your willingness. Because, you know, if your willingness is, is is unknown to you, you're going to make decisions that uh, you're not going to follow through with. And, and and then you're going to be disappointed. And then you're going to um, uh, second-guess yourself. And, and we want to find out what your level of willingness is before we get to that point in life. In other words, um, you know, for... In combat, it is, will you pull the trigger when you need to pull the trigger? Or will you have second thoughts about it? Or will you have thoughts of the consequences of pulling the trigger and then hesitate and not pull the trigger? And then someone pulls the trigger on you because of it. Uh, Or there's either hesitation or regret, or you get to the point where you're going to pull the trigger, and you pull the trigger, because, but you haven't thought about your willingness, and you wish that you didn't pull the trigger. And now you're living with the consequences of what you've done. And so we say if your willingness is not understood, you're going to have either hesitation at, the, at a crucial point, or you're going to have regret because you did something that you, after further complications, uh, contemplation you realize you didn't want to do. Have you have you seen so, that that awareness
3: yeah. as awareness increases willingness can increase too and I'm thinking mostly specifically uh, yeah. yeah right because if I go like yeah, they're all, I they're only all have this much yeah. willingness and what does that get me and when I see that it doesn't necessarily get me what I want I can I have at times gone okay well I am willing to do more
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And your awareness and willingness work together, just like your preparedness, awareness, and willingness work together. All three of these things affect each other and they will, they will, there was a feedback loop between all of them. So as my willingness becomes more understood by me, like what I'm willing to do and what I'm not willing to do, it's, I'm, I'm better at making decisions. I'm clear. And I also feel better. In other words, there's less um, there's less of the unknown in, in myself and and less hesitation and, and less regret. And um, that's all very important for mental health. But, uh, but you know, once, once you have your willingness worked out uh, you can, you can move ahead and, and get things done, you know, Um, and you should have it worked out though. I mean, And constantly be asking yourself willingness questions, constantly being assessed, uh, assessing it. And, uh, and understanding your awareness tells you, Hey, in order for me to meet this goal, whatever it is in life, um, I'm going to have to do this, this, and this. Am I willing to do those things? You know, I remember watching Eddie Hall, uh, who, who had the, the deadlifting world record and he's a strong man, but he, he, he held the world record for the deadlift of 500 kilos. He's the British dude. And uh, yeah, he's a British guy. And I remember him talking about, Hey, what does it take to pull 500 kilos off the ground in a deadlift? Like, what do you have to do to your body? What do you have to do in your social life, in your family life? You know, what do you have to do? You know, so he had a goal. And then he had to understand, well, what, what will it take to meet this goal? And is this like physically you can kill yourself doing some of this stuff, you know, uh, you can damage relationships in your life. You can do all kind, You can, you can go broke doing, doing this, you know, costs a lot of money to be the world's strongest man or be, or, or, or that kind of thing. So, you know, as far as training time and money and all that stuff. So, you know he had to like first assess all that, and then, am I willing to do this? And if the answer is yes, and you thought about every possible complication and and variance of this, everything that you can think about, that your awareness can can all the questions that your awareness can pose to you. And then, and then you say to yourself, "Am I willing to do this?" You know, when I talk to guys who are going overseas, I mean, they're, they're Navy SEALs, they're, they're um, Army Special Forces, and uh, you know, they have to say, "Like, look, do you understand all the things that are going to happen to you potentially uh, going into combat, and are you willing to do that? And if you get into this situation, are you willing to do this? And what are you not willing to do? Because that's just as important of understanding of what you're not willing to do, and uh, you don't have to be a Navy SEAL or or a or the world record holder in deadlifts to have the same kind of questions in your life. Like, hey, I I want to accomplish this in business, or I want to have this in my in my life, and whatever it is in your life. Well, you know all the things it takes to get that, and are you willing? to do the things that is necessary for you to accomplish that goal. You know, it doesn't have to be something extreme It could be anything in life. And, you know, if you don't understand all of the things that you need to overcome and you don't know your level of willingness, you're constantly going to say you want to do something. And then you're going to get to a point where you have to do something. You're like, well, I'm not doing this. Like, fuck this. Well, yeah, but you just spent all this time getting here. You didn't think about that beforehand. That you were going to have to do X, Y, or Z. Like now, now you've wasted all this time, you know, towards a goal that you you can never accomplish because you're not willing to do it, you know. And you, if you would have known it ahead of time, you wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to do that, you know. Um, so willingness is is a is a very crucial thing when it comes to being ready to do something, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is preparedness. You know, preparedness is the meat and potatoes. You know, it's going to the gym, it's uh, it's doing the things. It's it's the blood, sweat, and tears of the of the readiness. And uh, you know, you have to be able to put in the time, and you gotta you have to uh, schedule the time to do it. You know, and you have to do all that stuff. And you're not ready in, in, unless you're unless you have your preparedness stuff down. If you're, you know, they say uh, or we say. Uh, you know, there's no time to sharpen your knife in the middle of a knife fight. (laughs) Uh, You need to bring, you need to bring it to the fight, uh, already sharp, you know? So that's, that's preparedness. Like you need to sharpen your knife. You need to do what you need to do. You need to have the skills. There's plenty of people who are in life and death situations, uh, and they wish that they had skills to get out of the situation but uh you can't develop those skills now if you if you haven't spent the last few years developing those skills and you get confronted in that dark alley or wherever it is um you're not going to just make it up you know you're not going to just will yourself out of this you know your willingness can be whatever it wants right now but uh, you weren't willing or didn't understand the level of preparedness that was gonna be needed for you to be ready. So you have to be aware, you have to be willing, and you have to be prepared. Yeah. And, and they- if you can met all three of those, you can say you're ready. You know?
3: This is the this is the spot where I had many hiccups. I try to talk to my children about this, and I've had conversations with people about preparedness and the importance of preparedness for me, many things, um, in my life, I would often go, I'm going to start Monday or I'm going to start tomorrow or whatever it is and do nothing to prepare for tomorrow or prepare for Monday and then arrive at Monday and realize if I'm actually going to start I'm not really starting. Now I'm just preparing to start. And yeah, that's right. more often that's than right. not, if we if I arrive at the day where I planned on starting without preparing and am confronted with the fact that I can't start because I still have to go backwards and do the the yeah. pre- precursor steps of preparing, I kind of will or had tended to give up or just go, well, yeah, I'm not ready. I'm not willing now because I was willing to start, but I didn't prepare. And now I'm, I'm not willing. And, and so.
0: Right. Your awareness tells you, you know what? I actually start as soon as I decide I'm going to, it's not Monday. If I've said right now, I'm going to do this. Then it starts this exact moment, this exact moment. I begin, you know? Right. And, uh, and that, and that's the key because if you wait, for like some point in the future, there's, you're going to find a whole bunch of things that you that you should have done in preparation for this. You know, uh, yeah, it's it's a very interesting uh, kind of thing that that can be, like you're saying, it, it can really sap your energy. You know,
3: yeah. Um, and the knife fight is a great analogy. However, I know that that's what you're training for real. It's a great yeah. analogy because that's life or death. So there right. isn't there isn't a lot of wiggle room there. If you're in a knife fight, it's probably life or death, right? Um, yeah. Yep. So the idea that you're in a knife fight that you're not prepared for, that's a real bummer.
0: Yes. You know. It's a horrible horrible situation to be in.
3: Horrible. Yeah. I cannot think of many worse situations than that and if you look at all the different aspects, you know, like I talk to my kids, uh, about even about homework and it's like, do you have homework? Yeah, I think so. You think so. So (laughs) how do you, how do you not know if you have homework? Like, let's, let's actually figure this out and figure out what materials you need to do them. And like, get ready. (laughs) I'm not saying sit down and do it right now, but you think so is not a great answer. You know?
0: Yeah, I've had the same conversation with my kids, and uh, uh, I'm always confused when they say, I think so. I'm like, what do you mean? You think so? (laughs) Or how would you know? What's the process for going about knowing? Right. And then come back back to me. Go go do that, and then come back to me with uh, if you have homework or not.
3: Yeah, let's get an answer to this question and then move on
0: with our day. Yeah. Yeah, we'll plan what we need to do then.
3: And that yeah. can be with anything, a job, uh, applying for a yeah. job, starting a uh, st- starting a new hobby. Any of it requires these kind yeah. of things, you know, um, anything goal-oriented. And a knife fight's a great a- analogy, man, because I, I'll tell you, I've never been in a knife fight, but my goal will always be to win if I'm in a knife fight.
0: That's right. You've, you've been, you've been on knife fights on TV though.
3: Yes, I have.
0: And you've done well. So
3: yeah, that's a, good step. that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, at least one step towards preparedness.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you know, because of the consequences of situations, you know, it's, it's good for us to, to kind of look at things where if this was really serious, what would we do? And then, and then ask ourselves, well, why is this not serious? Like, if it's something to do with your job or, you know, doing homework, you know, well, if it was serious, you'd do it. Yeah, well, what tells you that this is not serious? You know, and some people might say the consequences, but if you run it out, the consequences are the same. You know, it's just that you die slower, you know? So it's like, um, you know, if you, if you don't, if you're not successful in your life, What's the difference between that and being dead? I mean, to to me, it's like you might as well you might as well be dead. I mean, if you're if you if you're unsuccessful in life, what are you here for? You know? Yeah, but, but other, I, and I other think it's important the metrics me. of
3: yeah. the the metrics of success, as you said earlier, have nothing to do with wealth and material stuff. It's literally no, just your achieving own goals. They're their own, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Success should always be dictated by you, but there are people who say I'm not as successful as I want to be. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's, let's talk about it. You know? So it's it's still up to them. They, they, they're, they're the ones saying they're not as successful as they'd like to be. And, uh, or they, some people say they're unsuccessful, like just as a, as a complete negative. And, uh, I would say then, well, let's start analyzing. Let's just sit down and start doing our awareness. And then we'll talk about willingness. And are you willing to do what it takes to, to be successful, as we have talked about in your the, in the awareness and our discovery phase? And then, okay, what's your action? What's your action step right now? Give me one preparedness step that you're going to do. You're going to action today that's going to get you towards where you want to go you know and when you start to break it down through awareness willingness and preparedness they have something they can get their teeth into they have something they can measure they have something they can they can assess and they can say i've either i've either done that or i haven't done you know and so you know that's the that's the way you get to accomplish what you want to accomplish in life you know
3: um, and by but, the way, I would posit that any sitting for a moment and contemplating seriously any of these things would be killing your clone.
0: Absolutely, without a doubt, without a doubt, because every one of those things that you check off, no matter how small, is a step towards becoming stronger and becoming better, and and removing that obstacle from your life or that challenge and. And, and being successful according to your own rules, your own guidelines of success, you know? Um, and, um, uh, you know, that's absolutely, you know, each one of those steps is still in your clone and, uh, you know, you can do it in the gym. You can do it in the boardroom. You can do it in the, in, in you know, sitting down at your desk, doing your homework, you can kill your clone. And, um, as long as you are stronger than you were before, and it can be anything. I mean. You could say every month on the, you know, uh, at this date, every month, I I, I have my, my clone that I need to kill. You could kill your clone every minute if you wanted to, you know. But, uh, you know, it's it's you find out what it is for you, what is the increment, the time increment that you need to feel like you have accomplished a step forward, you know, depending on what you're doing you know, it's, it's, it's different, you know? Um, yeah. A
3: hundred percent. Like with AA, take it a day at a time. That right? time, that time increment is arbitrary. It can be, yeah. it can be moment to moment that you just have to get yeah. through to, yeah, that's right. to make it through that moment of whatever you're dealing with or you know, you got a bunch of time sober and, and it could be, a, you know, like something that you just go like, I'm going to make it through this month. Um, I yeah. think it's this very similar thing of, uh, when thinking, and by the way, I think there are different versions of your clone that you could look at. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. graduating Absolutely. high school. That's a, that's a multi-year yeah. process. That's, that's, you're yeah. killing your clone doing that, you know?
0: That's right. That's right. Because, I mean, and then that's, and that's, uh, there are so many areas of our life that we want to succeed in. And of course you can, you can overdo that, but realistically, that's, that's not usually the mistake people make, you know, they usually underdo things. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of different clones that need to be addressed, you know?
3: Yeah. I, I I really like the day to day thing personally because it gives me a target for the day and 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 sometimes it is really really small like as you talked about it yep. could be one one thousandth of a percent and you, you still yep. you're still doing it so for me I do like the the day-to-day thing but when I think about larger uh, obstacles yeah. or larger goals each one of those little daily things is getting me to that bigger thing
0: That's right. And, you know, because it's a sleep cycle, it gives you, you know, because it's a sleep cycle, it's a natural cadence for us to look at our life, you know, um, you know, each day. Um, But yeah, it could be could be whatever works for you, you know. And um, uh, I know guys who who've talked about going through very, very hard. Stuff when they were in, in selection processes for the the military units that I train, you know, you're constantly talking to guys about about you know what they've accomplished, what they've gone through, and sometimes they they talk about one step at a time, you know, like hey, just another step forward. I'm on a 40 mile walk, and it's just putting one foot in front of the other and and not stopping, you know. Right. So they're they're going like step by step you know, and that may work because of what they're doing, you know?
3: Yeah. Tom, this has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so much. Me. Um, well, we're going to have to do it again at some point, but this has been, this has been awesome. I think they're there, I, I love these because I think for the most part we talk about, it and I talk about, different ways different people have have done things but this kind of mindset stuff is is really really uh, i think resonate resonates with people strongly you know and i think it gives people actual tools to use to apply in any way they want
0: yeah well thank you and uh i thanks for having me
3: on absolutely brother i'll talk to you soon and now i'll answer some questions that we received at americanglutton.net. Lawrence writes, uh, my question is about helping to remove your man boobs and the best workout supplements or diet to help with this in your opinion. Thanks for the question, Lawrence. I think, I mean, the, the only thing that pops to my mind is like uh, bench press and and variations of, of pec exercises. So, you know, flat bench, incline bench, decline bench, dumbbells. You could do dumbbells in any of those positions. You could do flies, dumbbell flies, cable flies, uh push-ups. I don't know about diet or supplements for this. I've I've actually only heard that um if you take uh supplements in the wrong way, you can actually increase man boobs. I don't know. I don't really know a lot about that. So I think like as far as fat goes, I think we we pretty much, it's very hard to do targeted. I, I mean, I actually don't know if it's possible to do targeted fat loss, but if you want to build shape to your chest, those are the exercises I would do and just do that in conjunction with losing fat. I mean, I look at my boobs and I, I think they're actually, they actually look like giant boobs i have a pretty big chest so i I don't know if that's what you're talking about or getting rid of or making them look less soft and and that i would only suggest doing pec exercises with weights thank you for the question if you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast please submit it to americanglutton.net thanks for listening to this episode of american glutton i'm ethan suplee and as always joined by my chaperone paige dorian Follow us on Instagram at American Glutton Podcast. Sincerely.
4: Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com.
2: Moonpig.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus...